0: And welcome to Cruise Control Radio, your on air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub, and the other voice you're about to hear is none other than Les Jackson.
1: That would be me, and uh, we're off to the races again.
0: Yeah, we are, and we've got some great information if you're looking to buy a new vehicle because it's award season's uh, Les Jackson, it is the award yes, season. And we're not talking about the Golden Globes, which I think are happening this weekend. We are talking about the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, Class of 2021 picks. It's a big class, Les, with 90 vehicles winning safety awards. And it's important info if you're looking to buy a vehicle.
1: That is right. And if you're going to buy a... uh... Grand Cherokee Jeep, they just priced it out, uh, and they also priced the Rubicon uh, 392 V8, rather rather modest power, (laughs) Uh, and it became uh, the most expensive Wrangler ever.
0: Yeah, we will tell you about that uh, from the simple beginnings of the Wrangler.
1: It's expensive.
0: It's expensive. Trust yeah. me. We'll talk about that. Also, here's something else that's pretty ex- expensive. We're going to talk tech. Porsche is offering a $100,000 paint job. Just don't scratch it, Les.
1: I I think you could gild it in gold cheaper.
0: Yeah, you probably could. You probably could. Well, uh, we'll talk and, about that. And uh, That's for- right. And uh, do you have the organ? Uh, <laughs> I don't have the organ this week, but just imagine. Oh, it. well. As
1: the Tesla turns, production stops on the Tesla Model 3 and Y line.
0: Yeah. And it's same thing over at the Corvette assembly plant in Bowling Green. The assembly line goes silent. It's been a kind of a bumpy start for Corvette. Uh, it's thanks to a parts shortage. Plus, is the Stingray's interior... Already getting a redesign. It's going to change Man. at the top of uh, the styling department at uh, at GM, and it, it might be redesigned already. Les.
1: Well, uh, you know, they they know what they're doing, and uh, you have an at the wheel review of the 2021 Honda Accord Hybrid Touring Edition later on.
0: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. a uh, Great vehicle. Got 41 miles to the gallon, which is incredible and uh, a really exciting vehicle. I'm a big fan of the Honda Accords, and you can actually get one for starting at $25,000. Not the hybrid one model, but uh, had some fun at it, took it on the highway. It's got one of the best lane-keeping systems out there, so very impressive. So just getting started on cruise control, so stay tuned. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. Check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com, where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that and more. We will be right back. Get even more automotive content from Cruise Control. Head over to our YouTube page, Cruise Control Video, and subscribe. That's Cruise Control video on YouTube.
1: Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. You're on air, Automotive Magazine. Lesson Fred here. Well, as you said earlier, Fred, it's the awards season, at least for the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Yes, they've uh, they've just issued their picks for uh, safety uh, high, you know, their top safety classes. Ninety vehicles have won safety awards. That's amazing. And isn't it? well, that's frankly, that's the way it ought to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have uh, they have single handedly, I think, in many ways, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety have made vehicles safer because they made it a competition, and and yeah. it's that's the way to do it. It is, uh, you know, they don't mandate that certain things um, be put into vehicles. They don't say anything. They just set up a set of tests, which are pretty involved and, and kind of hard to pass, aren't they, for these vehicles?
1: They are hard to pass. If you don't make a good vehicle, you're you're going to show up real poorly.
0: Yeah, and so all the manufacturers build their vehicles to pass these tests that the IIHS has come yep. up with. And uh, because what happens in a smart move, they put that information on the window stickers, you go to look for those stars, and Mm -hmm. if you've got a lot of stars, that is a good thing, right, Les?
1: It is. This is not the same stars um, as the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. No, that's true. Um, And typically you'll see in advertisements, you'll see like a gold uh, award thing show it saying IIHS uh, top safety pick. It's important because uh, safety is really sells more today than it ever has in history.
0: Yeah. If I remember a time when, when they didn't want to put uh, head restraints in vehicles, cause they said, Oh, it or do- seat- doesn't yeah, look or good. Se- Seatbelts. Or seat belts. Yeah. Well, The good thing is there are 90 vehicles that have earned these IIHS awards, and uh, headlight improvements have been big on this. You and I talk about this. uh, Probably we're going to see LED headlights on virtually every vehicle because up until now they've been kind of a high-end item where you'd have to go up two or three levels of trim to get them. If you don't have them, you don't get a good IIHS rating, right?
1: That's right it's as simple as that. they're just not as uh, as uh, bright, mm-hmm. not, not harsh, but just bright filling lots of light out into the out into the front of you um, you're just not you're not gonna get a top award mm-hmm. and uh, if you know you you the other things that that are really important are front crash prevention, right um that's enormously important. And I think probably within just a few years, it'll be mandatory in every vehicle.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, and the good thing is here, the IIHS once again, is not demanding that these be put in cars. But what happens is, if you don't have them, you can't pass the test. If you can't pass the test, you don't get to crow about the fact yep. that you have the safety That's pick right. or top safety pick. Um the this year ninety vehicles earned II IIHS awards. The only manufacturer that has not earned one, believe it or not, is Mitsubishi. That's really weird, isn't
1: it? Mm. That's not good. Not not good, yeah. Uh, you don't if you're the chief engineer for Mitsubishi, you don't want to have to explain that to your bosses.
0: No, no. Um, so more vehicles than ever uh, are being built to this spec and, and getting these good numbers. I mean, we could go forever through the list here, but they, uh, they just get better and better and better every year. And it almost becomes competitive. And there's money tied to it, meaning you can sell more things, you can talk more about it uh so I think this I think this is the way to do business. reward people for doing a good thing. make the other thing is you've gotta remember with these vehicles when they do well, sometimes it's because they do have the optional equipment so buying the base model yep. may not be the best play if it does not come with this uh, safety equipment and once again, things like emergency braking and all that you don't see this equipment when you look at the vehicle you couldn't we couldn't tell one from the other uh... until you really dig in and ask questions about it and also ask questions if this say it you know what the emergency braking system does does it work at all speeds will it bring it down do you down to zero speed uh... there's differences across manufacturers right
1: that's right and does it have pedestrian detection
0: absolutely Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Safety Plus ratings because it's great information if you're looking to buy a vehicle. We'll also talk about Jeep pricing out some of its new models. Coming up on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub, Les Jackson. We'll be right back. Join us on Facebook Live every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern to 12 noon, for the latest news on new vehicles, automotive technology interviews, and more, it all starts at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays on the Cruise Control Radio Facebook page, Facebook Live.
1: Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control, as promised. Fred and I are continuing with the uh, the awards presentations, as it were, to the IIHS uh, 90 top picks for safety yeah uh glad to see that
0: yeah that that is certainly a record Les. uh you know you look at all these vehicles uh and interesting you know who did the best as a manufacturer genesis Hyundai. Well, of course <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking a little bit about uh the genesis gv80 and uh an off-road event that tiger woods had this week uh and uh, it comes out, all of all the manufacturers, the Hyundai Motor Group, including Hyundai, Kia, and Genesis, has the most 2021 awards, 12 regular top safety picks, and five pluses. Volvo has the most top safety uh, awards out there for safety. They're still one of the biggest. As I mentioned before, only one manufacturer, Mitsubishi, has failed to earn a single award so far.
1: Yeah, And G-
0: GM has low, low awards uh, as well. Two minivans, the Honda Odyssey and the Toyota Sienna, qualify for top safety pick plus. And as we mentioned, uh, the Ram 1500 Crew Cab qualifies for top safety pick. And uh, that was the only win- winner from Stellantis, uh, which is, of course, the new yeah. FCA.
1: A little uh, surprised that. Uh, the, Pal- uh, the uh, Pacifica didn't make it.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, but I think you will see more tweaks to these vehicles and uh people will really, you know, try to, to get that number because as the number grows, if you're not in there, you know, you just don't, it's
1: just... You just get overlooked. Yeah.
0: Hey, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee L. You and I... uh had uh, jim morrison on a number of weeks ago the head of the brand and he was telling us how they wanted to get into the three row business because they didn't want to uh, they didn't want to have people walk out the door and say oh well uh you know we don't have a three row they've gotten into it and it will top out at the top of the range less any idea
1: well yes um it's about what I paid for my first house
0: <laughs> okay uh <laughs> it is it is sixty six thousand nine eighty five that is the top of the range that's that's getting up there yeah that is getting up there isn't it uh so uh it is not cheap but here's uh, here's the the breakdown the prices uh, the altitude uh is uh 41,890. The limited is 45,690. The summit is 58,690. The summit reserve is 63,690. It says four four by four standard. Can you buy a two wheel drive Jeep?
1: Um
0: I don't know. Well,
1: the Cherokees, yeah.
0: And then if you want if you want an available five point seven liter V eight, you'll need to select the Overland Summit and Summit Reserve. Uh Overland is fifty nine thousand nine eighty five. The summit is sixty-three thousand nine eighty five with the V eight. And the summit reserve is sixty six thousand nine eighty five. That's uh that is as high as it goes. You can't go no higher, Les.
1: That's um I I know I you know I know they're super plush and fitted out tremendously but boy oh boy I, I don't think I could spring for that amount
0: that's a lot of money that's a lot of money but let's let's go over to another one of their uh vehicles in their lineup and this is the v8 powered Rubicon with the 392 Hemi in it uh it is going to cost more than a Hellcat. So at the hmm. pricing for this 470 horsepower, 470 pound-foot of torque, 6.4 liter V8-powered vehicle. Are you ready? The most expensive Wrangler ever, $77,000 for hmm. a cheap Wrangler.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I mean... For doors that come off.
0: <laughs> yeah. Put the windshield down.
1: Windshield flips down. Um, it's a little bit, you know, it's a short wheelbase. It's a little bit overpowered. I'm just afraid if I stood on it, <laughs> on the accelerator, it would just flip upside down.
0: Well, this is, make it makes it more expensive than the Dodge Charger and Challenger Hellcat, both of which produce 700 horsepower. Uh, of course... The uh, Wrangler Rubicon does come equipped with a 2-inch factory lift, a functional hood scoop with HydroGlide air intake, meaning that it, it will not suck in water, beadlock-capable wheels, unique bolstered leather seats, and an active dual-mode exhaust. So you are getting a lot there, but you are paying for it. Uh, mm-hmm. that, is, that is quite a big number, I would say, isn't it?
1: It is, but it's bragging rights.
0: Yeah, it's bragging rights. So, uh, Well, we are going to uh, continue on here, Less with yet another story. Uh, and this one, uh, while we're talking big money, we might as well keep going up the, the money Why uh, not? escalator Why not? here. Uh, we are talking about uh, a paint job. And this is a little bit of a talking tech deal. Porsche has a factory option. For a $100,000 paint shop, <laughs> chroma flare paint. This, will, this has what they, they, call, uh, they call it flop, right, when it, it changes color in, uh, in the, uh, in the uh, sun. I, mean, I remember this paint. I remember this paint. They used it on drag cars in the 80s, and you would see them go down the track, and it would change color. A lot of it was like a dark purple And it would change.
1: They were never attractive color variations of purplish, brownish. Yeah.
0: Purplish, brownish, maybe a little blue in there. But uh, this one, why does it cost $100,000? Well, you have to spend $12,380 to get a custom color from Porsche. They're all custom colors. Uh, And you'll... For a chroma flare finish, you'll pay another eighty-six thousand and forty dollars.
1: Uh, um, now I realize that the paint alone uh-huh. costs several thousand dollars a gallon. Yeah,
0: that's that's fair, but that's a long way to go to a hundred thousand dollar. A hundred thousand dollar.
1: It is, and it, it's very very difficult to put on.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there is some science here. Uh, it's chroma flare pigment, and it uh, comes in a multi-layer interference film that is ground into micron-sized flakes. I'm reading this right from their article because, it, you know, there's science in here, man. Uh, these flakes have a aluminum center core surrounded by a glass-like layer. Depending on the thickness of the glass-like layer, you will get different colors. According to the dealer, maintaining an even finish this requires... Layer thickness with variances of within just a few atoms.
1: Okay. I I have an offer for personal offer for Porsche owners. <laughs> yep. Um, come to me. Uh, I have a gallon of Rust-Oleum paint. <laughs> and a roller. <laughs> and, and, and a roller.
0: Yeah. Hot rock and, black. Uh,
1: I'll do it. I'll do it for 500 bucks.
0: Uh, you know what you need to get? I think would look cool is the um, the uh, furnace paint, the flat black textured mm-hmm. paint. Yeah. Or or how about instead of that, you could do bedliner. Everyone likes they like to put bedliner on stuff uh, that it, would look. Let good. me tell
1: you, you you couldn't chip that if you put bedliner on the outside. of You you couldn't chip it. You couldn't hurt it.
0: Yeah. Uh, have you noticed though that? Paying extra for paint has become a common thing on this Honda oh, yeah. board that I'm going to review. The paint, I believe, was 395 extra for, for the red hmm. the tinted paint, clear coat. Profit center. Hey, when we come back, more to go on Cruise Control Radio. We're going to talk about production stops in the, the Tesla and Corvette lines and some parts shortages and redesigning the Stingray. It's only a year or two old. We'll talk about that and more. Cruise Control is your on air automotive magazine. Go to cruisecontrolradio.com and link up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Cruisecontrolradio.com.
1: Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred here. Uh, we uh, we mentioned before the break that uh, there have been some shutdowns. Well, not shutdowns, but factory uh, suspensions.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it.
1: Uh, you know, parts shortages, technical problems, that sort of thing. Yep. So our friends at Tesla uh, have suspended the Model 3 and the Model Y. Uh, why, Fred? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why, it's interesting that you ask, Les. Uh, they say they have parts shortages. Now, immediately everyone thought, is it the parts shortage that we've been talking about, the semiconductors? Uh, we don't know. But uh, it is going to be suspended for a few days due to parts shortages. Uh, of course, there's been a lot of uh, weather in the, in the country and lizards and things like that shutting people down. Uh, and we don't know whether it's the uh, semiconductors, which uh, has shut down certain plants from time to time, from Ford, GM, and others. Uh, there were big snowstorms in Texas that caused a Samsung factory in Austin to be, not be able to meet their numbers or get everything shipped out. So it could be that. But it's going to be a several days Same thing over in uh, Bowling Green. They're going to shut from March 1st to March 5th due to another part shortage. We, once again, don't know what part it is, but uh, they are going to shut down. It's been a rough go for the folks at Corvette because uh, they got underway a little bit later than uh, they meant to. There was a strike, if you recall. Uh, that held them up, and then the COVID uh, situation came up. And uh, really, people, they, the 2020 model year went longer than expected, and and yeah. people are just waiting, waiting, waiting for their vehicles, right?
1: Well, that's right. And uh, the interior just uh, bothered some executives uh, <laughs> at, G, at General Motors, including the new design chief. Yeah. So, uh, I guess uh, they're redesigning a lot of the console to get rid of some of the buttons.
0: Yeah, one of the big things in the new CA Corvette is most of the buttons controlling, uh, you know, defroster and uh, heated seats and uh, things like that. There are a bunch of little buttons along this console, the buttress of the console. I wasn't bothered by it seeing it. I was like,
1: I, I but, like the buttons.
0: I kind of think it's cool, and they are tilted towards the driver, and they are lit. But apparently, the new design chief—this was approved before the new design chief came on board—does uh, not like it and wants to make more of that stuff go into touchscreens. Um, so, do you think, Les, that this will become like the? split window Corvette or the big tank Corvette that the they'll call it the button car or the, uh, the, the, uh, let's see, buttress with buttons car. (laughs) And, and these might only be a couple of years before it goes away.
1: (laughs) Well, this reminds me of the never built, um, 83 Corvette. Right. It was only uh, one one built, was, right? One that was going to have a digital dash panel, and they they didn't produce that year because the the dash uh, turned out to be a, impossible, and they had to make lots and lots of changes. And I just get the feeling that that this idea of taking the buttons and switches away isn't going to be that appealing. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: uh, citing inside sources, uh, the uh, mid-engine uh, mid-engine uh, um, forum has said that uh, the mid-engine Corvette forum has said that the 2023 Corvette Stingray will have a cleaner interior design addressing the button issue, and that there will be a mid-cycle redesign planned for 2025 for the Corvette's Stingray, Uh, but that has been put on hold because of electric car development. Um, I would say we're probably lucky that they got the C8 out the door. Uh, Boy,
1: considering all of the things working against it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think these could become somewhat rare cars with with the buttons in there. Once again, I'm not personally against them. Uh, but I guess some people, they, some people get real upset about things like this, don't they?
1: I, yeah, they, they do, but I like all the buttons. I don't <laughs> like a bare screen where I have to, you know, go through put menus. my fingers across and select something. I, I don't want to do that while I'm driving the car. Yeah. I just want to reach over peripherally viewing it and turn the knob. Yeah. Exactly,
0: exactly. Well, there you have it, Les Jackson. There you have it. Uh, it is uh, it is interesting that uh, we might see a, a rehash of the Corvette early on in its yeah. early on in its la- uh, life, and uh, that that's that's something. Um, another interesting development: Toyota is developing package fuel cell systems to cut carbon its carbon footprint, these systems would be the same power system that's in the Mirai that you and I talked about not that long ago on Cruise Control, which is a fuel cell car which they sell in certain parts of the world. Hydrogen power on board creates electric power. Um, and they're looking to package these modules and sell them uh, for trucks, for trains, for stationary power they weigh about 500 pounds and uh, it could be uh, used as a stationary power generator or in trucks buses trains ships Uh, and they can put out as much as uh, between uh, 60 kilowatts or 80 kilowatts i'd like one in my garage please
1: you could power uh, your house
0: and the next three Imagine that. Imagine talking about a, a community backup fuel cell generator. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, I love it. I, I I'm just wondering how they'll package it, what it will look like. Uh, apparently they can have it uh, be vertical or horizontal. So there's a lot of flexibility in packaging this, isn't
1: it? There is. Um I would I want to I'm going to research this. Um, Find out the, the the uh, long term maintenance aspects.
0: Yeah, and what would it be? What would you have to have a national natural gas line in, or what would you? Uh, I wonder.
1: Well, you could have a you could have a regenerator to get hydrogen out of natural gas. hmm Or you could hook up a bottle of of uh, hydrogen. Hydrogen.
0: You'd have to have someone right. come out and fill it, though. So.
1: Well, no, you could connect it yourself.
0: Yeah, you mean, like, go fill it up at a hydrogen filling station and uh, and basically, you know, be off to the races then? Yeah, Inter- yeah. interesting, yeah. interesting stuff. Uh, you know, I think we will be seeing, remember, fuel cell technology is not new. It's been around since the 1800s, it was used during the yep. Apollo space program, it was used during the space shuttle program it's probably still being used today on uh some of the other craft wouldn't you say
1: absolutely it's very good technology yeah
0: hey some news from kia um their 2022 kia stinger is coming with a new 300 horsepower base engine that's a 2.5 liter four-cylinder engine less uh stinger sales have not been great and there's some talk that it may not receive a successor, but uh, the Korean car blog says the base two liter engine will be replaced by the more powerful 2.5 liter, making this a much more viable car and uh, be as powerful as a BMW 330i. More powerful, so uh, this could make this uh, base model, which will come at a lower cost, much more attractive and boost sales. Seems like a good plan from Kia.
1: It does seem like a good plan. I think um, <clears throat> it's interesting that the Stinger just hasn't sold as well as any of us thought it would.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, I went on on the launch of the car, and I thought it was a great great vehicle. It felt like an Audi. Reason for that, of course, is uh, the designer was from Audi, um, and even the base model at the time, which had a lot less horsepower than this. Uh, which was 255, I thought it was fine. I drove them both. I liked it. I felt it was a quality car uh, and, of course, very well equipped on the inside with a a, a ton of stuff. Um, they're also going to be equipped with uh, the GT line. will receive other enhancements like a 10.25-inch touchscreen and LED headlights. So that will mean it will do even better in crash tests as well. When we come back... Yeah. We're going to have a review of the uh, Honda Accord Hybrid Touring Edition. So stay tuned to Cruise Control with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We'll be right back. Join us on Facebook Live every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern to 12 noon, for the latest news on new vehicles, automotive technology, interviews, and more. It all starts at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays on the Cruise Control Radio Facebook page, Facebook Live.
1: Cruise Control.
0: And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. You know we love to drive them. You and I drive about, what, between the two of us, 100 cars a
1: year? Typically, uh, at least that. All right, and Um, this is fewer, you know, at events even more. But there haven't been any events.
0: That's true, but uh, this one is one I've been waiting for because I think Honda does such a good job with the Accord. They have done for many, many, many years a great job with the Accord, and uh, this is the Honda Accord Hybrid. This is a vehicle. That is a big sedan and gets 41 miles to the gallon on the highway. And I had it on the highway, and it does get 41 miles to the gallon. I've I've proved it. It was a very easy car to get into the EV mode. I tend to, when I drive a hybrid car, I use the pulse method, meaning if I want to stay at 55, I accelerate to 58. I leave off the throttle. It comes down. To the speed I want, and then I just very subtly get back in to the uh, accelerator, and you can make it stay in the EV mode. It's it's pretty cool mm. cool way. It's a hyper trick, trick, uh, Les. And uh, I found this thing to be incredible, the way it drove, the comfort level, the fact that it was a solid car. It, it felt like one big piece of machinery going over a bump as opposed to a bag with some parts in it. Um so I really like the way it drove, good room in on the inside, and um Honda does such a great job with the interiors. Uh I, I felt that the interior really was a quality piece. All the controls, all the lighting for the controls, uh they really, really do a great job with their interiors. Uh there's some new things on this vehicle for 2021. Uh, And all Accords get this. They get updates in styling, technology, drivability. They've kind of integrated the um, uh, radar sensor for the adaptive cruise control into the grille a little bit better. Uh, And they freshened up the lights, the headlights a little bit. So it's sort of a mid-cycle enhancement. And uh, they've also improved the feel of the acceleration in this hybrid, which I think Has done a great, great job. I mean, I, I basically left it in the eco mode, just to get the high mileage, uh, and it had plenty of power, plenty of power on the highway, and and felt real good. I also uh, think their lane keeping less is one of the best out there, uh, and it proves that we are headed to autonomous driving cars. I was driving it, I drove it both during the day and at night. On, on the highway, and I hit the button, and you keep your hands lightly on the steering wheel, and it smoothly, very smoothly took turns. It wasn't like, like you know, jerky, herky, no, jerky.
1: It, no wandering in the, in no the lane. No
0: wandering. It smoothly did it. I left it. I was on it on a, uh, a two-hour drive. I left it on virtually the whole time, uh, hmm. and it was really, really, really good. And it's one of the it's one of the things they've improved this year uh, for the uh, for the hybrid, uh, and I think it certainly uh, it makes you know makes it a, a great system to use. Of course, uh, Honda Sensing has everything in it, including lane keeping, adaptive cruise control with low speed follow, road departure mitigation, collision mitigation with p- pedestrian detection uh it has it all i mean i uh as i said i stayed mostly in the uh economy uh mode with the vehicle and because i i really i really enjoy seeing what i can get out of it as far as uh economy i was able to get that 41 miles to the gallon on the highway uh which it is rated at uh it also has a sport mode if you want to go uh and get that uh you know, get that feel. So uh ours was the touring edition, uh, which starts at thirty six thousand two forty, but you can get a hybrid uh in uh, the base model, uh base model hybrid for twenty-six thousand three hundred and seventy dollars. That is that is pretty crazy. That's you...
1: Really reasonable.
0: Yeah, that comes with wired Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, remote engine start, sixty forty split rear seats. Um, and 17-inch alloy wheels, knee airbag, Honda Sensing. So 26370 not bad for the base model. The EX, you step up, you get wireless charging, a wireless Apple CarPlay. You know I love the Apple CarPlay. There's that plate, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, EXL adds leather seats. That brings it up to 32690 uh, leather seats, four-way power passenger seat, uh, memory seat, 10-speaker uh, audio up from eight. And then the one we had, which was the Touring Edition, 19-inch alloy wheels, low-speed brake control, adaptive dampers, uh, satellite link navigation system, rain-sensing wipers, and more, 36,240. But uh, the interior was beautiful. It was like a light ivory and then uh, we had the red exterior. it really, really, really was a a great vehicle i give it gave it high marks, and also, like I said, don't forget you can get these things. you can get these things fairly inexpensive and I would say if it's if it's a sedan, you might be in the dealing seat. What do you think
1: I think you're right. I think uh, you can do some serious discounting
0: and also, uh we were talking a lot about safety this hour. This gets a government 5-star safety rating across the board. I rarely do I see vehicles that get that rating in frontal crash and side crash and rollover overall score 5. That that is that is something that is great. Uh Marysville, Ohio is where they build it. The country of origin for the engine and transmission is Japan. They've been building cars in Marysville, Ohio, for a long time, haven't they? Uh,
1: Since the late 70s.
0: Yeah, so they're they're used to that. They're used to that. Um, This is the Touring Edition, so it does have absolutely everything on it, leather-trimmed seats, which were uh, a really nice ivory color with uh, black accents. It had some kind of wood trim on the dash, which was a nice kind of open-pore wood trim. Uh, heated rear seats heated front seats one of the new things they've added uh is more usb charging ports in the back seat area on the back of the console Mm -hmm. you know that those are the new cup holders the uh usb um the usb ports and uh just just a quality piece all the way around and that that 43 uh, or 44 miles per gallon in the city, that's something they've raised this year as well. They've raised the mileage on that. Um, so you're getting a, a large car, a comfortable car, a safe car, uh, one that gets great fuel economy. Ours had everything on it. It had the, the red paint, which was an upcharge of 395 So the total with destination was $37,830. Would you get uh, any kind of um, government uh, tax credit on this, since it's a hybrid? I or I no? doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. You can probably get a deal on it though, because it is a hybrid, right?
1: Yeah, and, and it's a sedan.
0: And it's a sedan. I meant to say, uh, LED lights, daytime running lights as well. Um, everything in there. Great, great sound system with HD radio, Sirius um bluetooth easy to use rear cross traffic monitor i love that that's when you're backing out between the behemoths and you're backing out (laughs) in your sedan so you can see it um the only thing i didn't like was the fact that the passenger seat didn't have lumbar control interesting that's the only thing and i looked i really looked but i liked it a lot Great, great vehicle Honda Accord hybrid touring edition so hey we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter it's all there time for me to say I'm Fred Stubb
1: I'm Les Jackson
0: we're gonna see you down the road bye Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to CruiseControlRadio.com and link up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. CruiseControlRadio.com